Welcome to Becoming One Podcast, where as the church, we learn to pursue peace in a divided world. Here is your host, Sean Wilson. Thank you for joining us on today's Becoming One Podcast. And it is another year already. Here today is December 20th, 2021. And I'm going to tell you, man, I, I, I don't know how y'all feel, but this year has just flown by. And I, I mean, just in the blinking of an eye, um, it just seems like la- life is a blur. I'm going to tell you, and I encourage you to enjoy the time that God has given you in this life. And also um, realize and recognize that the relationships that you have, you know, cherish those relationships because tomorrow's not promised to us. Um, we have seen so many people in the um, last few weeks, I mean, just us alone where people have their, their lives have been ended because of, of COVID or they had some kind of other illness or they have taken their own life. I mean, it is just, um, it's tragic, but, uh, I think that we really need to start to really pay attention to the relationships that we have and, um, cherish those relationships. You know, um, there is nothing in this world worse than holding a grudge over something from 40 years ago, 20 years ago. I mean, I understand the pain and, you know, that went through with those things, but, but holding on to things from the past prevents us from living forward in the future. Um, but in any way today, I just want to share something today as it relates to um, those prophetic words. And, and um, as you hear them, I'm not going to tell you not to listen to them, but just as the scripture tells us to test all things, to see if they be from God, but I want to kind of share a, a way that will help you to understand and how to test those things. Um, I don't reject words when I hear them just because somebody say they have a prophetic word. I don't just reject it and say, oh, you ain't, you're a false prophet. No, um, I will tell you that I hear what is said and I test it as the scripture says. Matter of fact, even and in, in there's another verse that talks about how we're supposed to hold fast, and that's, which is good. You know, um, we need to test the spirits to see if it be of God. You know, how do we know if it's of God? Is it because it's scripture? No, that's not necessarily the case. Just because somebody quotes scripture doesn't mean it's from God. Um, And that's what I wanted to share today is there's a simple example of this in Matthew chapter four, verses one through 11. And everyone that has read the Bible once or twice knows this account of when Jesus himself was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. That's what the scripture says to be tempted of the devil. Why would the Holy spirit lead the son of God into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil? That's what the scripture says. Um, And, and the next verse, actually verse two of that same chapter, Matthew chapter four is what I'm referring to. It says, and after he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, then he became hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, if you are the son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Then the devil took him into the holy city and had him stand in the pinnacle of the temple. What did he say? He said, on the pinnacle of the temple. And he said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will cast his angels concerning you, or he will command his angels concerning you. And on 
their hands, they will bear you up so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. And then Jesus said to him, on that other hand, it is written. On the other hand, it is written. You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. And again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you fall down and you worship me. Then Jesus said to him, go, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and behold, angels came and began to minister to him. And I want to stop there because I think this is so this is what we need to do as believers. When we hear a word, we don't need to respond to the word. We need to test the word and to test the word is not necessarily test scripture because there was um, Psalm 91 was quoted here and it's not. Is not too far off of what the scripture says. It's not necessarily that whether someone quotes the scripture right or not. It's how they use the scripture, which dictate what spirit is being led. Amen. It is not the, the fact that they get the scripture right. It's how it's being used that dictates which spirit is being is the motivating factor behind the message because you can know scripture but not know the message and this is what we have to come to grips with as believers and understand that Jesus himself he tested this word he says no wait a minute he used the word to validate the word because he knew that God the Father his word was not going to contradict itself His word was not going to contradict itself. So he said, on the other hand, the scripture says this. So that means that the way that you're using this is not appropriate. So he he rejected it. He rejected it. Amen. So and this is what we need to do. We need to be able to test the scriptures to see if they be from God. Amen. And not just follow everything that someone says just because they quote the scripture. Just because they say the scripture, they use the scripture wrong. Don't listen to it. Um, I I use this example a lot where there was a a young lady who said that the Lord told her not to pray for her husband anymore. And the scripture that that she had was from Jeremiah. The scripture from Jeremiah said that told Jeremiah not to pray for the people. So she said, this is where the Lord sent me to say that not to pray for my husband. But then I said, but on the other hand, Jesus says to pray for all people, even even those that despitefully use us, you know, and those that persecute us. And then the scripture also tells us to pray for those that are bond and those that are free. So why would he tell you not to pray for your husband? See, this is what we have to understand that there's a message from God and there's an enemy that's trying to send a perverted message. That's what a false doctrine is, is a false teaching from a false message. So we need to understand that this is not the time and the hour where we need to just get all we need to start testing things. We need to learn to discern what the word of God is saying. Learn to learn the message and don't just learn scripture. You can know scripture and not know the message and be lost and have no understanding. When you know the message, you have understanding of the message. When you don't have understanding of the message, brothers and sisters, I'm telling you that is is dangerous because you can be led astray. There's a lot of things that people take a scripture and they just use it any way they want to. And they add, they, they create their own spiritual, um, 
vision board, if you want to say. And the reason why I say that, you ever seen a vision board? And a vision board, it takes these little, um, this is what people create to say, this is what I want. This is my, this is my instinct. This is my vision for this year or what have you. And it's nothing wrong with vision boards. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying when we do it with the word of God, it becomes a problem. Let me give you an example. So with the vision board, you just picture somebody with the, with the poster board and just get that in your mind. And then how they take magazines and then they'll cut out the word now. And then they'll put the word now on the vision board. Then they'll say, um, big, they cut out the word big, big things. And then they cutting out words from all these different magazines, different pages, and they're creating their own sentence. And then in a sense, what they do is they create their own message. And this message is their message. It becomes their vision for the next year. And this is what people do with the word of God who don't have understanding. They take things and they just put together what they like and then they create their own message. And we have to be very careful of that because that's what the enemy does. The enemy takes things out of context to create his own message, to get the people to start focusing on something that's completely different. This is why the, the in the scripture, when it tells us that we are to humble ourselves and, and when it talks in respect to judgment, and I'll come back and teach one on judgment, the different levels of judgment. Um, but like when we judge ourselves, when when we're judged within the church and then also when we're judged um, by God, like there's different. Those are the three different levels of judgment that we that we have here to preserve us, to keep us in line with the word of God. We have that self judgment within ourselves and we have that. So when we hear people who take the scripture and say that only God can judge me. And they just use that scripture themselves and they don't limit, they don't, they don't, they don't allow themselves to be corrected by other people. Then they miss out on what the true message is because you don't want to get to the point where only God can judge you. And you don't. And sometimes God allows us to do things. He gives us time to judge ourselves. It doesn't necessarily mean that we're, we're right. So when someone comes to us and they says, well, this has been still working. God ain't God hasn't done anything, but God keeps sending you. He's sending you people that's helping you to see you didn't listen to him because you thought that was the enemy that was speaking against you. So it's like it's it's we have to leave ourselves. We must remain humble. Let's just put it like that. We must remain humble when it comes to the judgment of God. And I'll go into a, a, a later teaching on that. But today I just want to kind of share that we must be able to test the word of God, test all things like and especially in this era messages that talk about how we're going to receive a, a red wave or a blue wave or things like that. Let me tell you, that's not the intent of the message of God. Like he wants us to, he wants us to share his gospel. He wants people to be saved. He's not going to come and and preach the things of this world in that sense to get us focused on this is, this is what you need to focus on. No, he wants us to focus on him. And that's the way, this is what you're going to have to discern that. I'm not telling you, you don't do things as far as voting and things like that. But when it becomes a part of prophecies or like prophets out here prophesying, who's going to win football games? Look, I'm telling you. And then they come up and they don't, they're wrong. That's a problem. They're trying to do their, their, that's not what the gift was for. The gifts were for the edification of the body. The edification of the body for the glory of God. Think about that. Think about the purpose of the gifts. And then you see how people use the gifts. That should tell you who's for who's from God and who's not. Because the God's true prophets 
will point you to things that's going to glorify God and not this world or any man in this world. Come on. I want y'all to listen to this. I'm just sharing some truth with you this morning. We have to make sure we are discerning the word of God. We need to read God's word. But let me tell you this also, the word of God. God teaches us through a, a multitude of things, but the word of God is a great introduction of the character of God and his message and his message and his character should be enough for us to be able to judge the things that are going on around us. We should be able to identify this is not of God. That's why brothers and sisters I always tell people that when you hear a message about haters in church, I'll be telling you, that's not a word from God. That's not a message from God because it causes, it actually talks about you being greater than someone else. And somebody's hating on you because of some position or things along that line. The, the scripture already tells us, Jesus says himself, he says, if, if they hate you, they hated me first. Like they persecuted you, they persecuted me. They're going to persecute you. So wh why are you, why are we getting upset about those things? And this is what we need to understand. It's not, it's not about us in that sense. He's not about the, he's not promoting us. Right. So even when it comes to, um, his, his anointing and, and, and you know that, that every believer is anointed because the anointing is to be marked and be sanctified and be set apart by the, by the spirit of God that we all are. We all, we all have the Holy spirit within us. Now I know that people have different grace for a different, um, ministry to the body of Christ, but we're still all equal and we all grow. Um, at the rate that we grow, it doesn't make us better. It just means we need to help more people understand that. But in any case, I just wanted to share that with you today. I pray you understand the message. And then again, we have to learn to discern. We, we need to follow the way that Jesus did that is he rejected and he corrected when the word was given. So no matter where the word is given, we need to, we need to either accept it or reject it at that point. Amen. We should know what the word says. If we got to go back and read and find out, we got to do that and we need to come back. But if you know what the scripture says, don't just receive things that you know are false. Amen. Because sometimes it can be to feed our flesh. And that's how the enemy gets us. He, want, he gives us what we desire. He gives us what we desire. Amen. That's what, that's what the flesh does. The flesh desires, you know, like the pride of life and, and the food. You notice that that's what the enemy came to do. He came to entice the flesh. Amen. He did it with food. He did it with position. You know, the pride of life. He did it when he attacked Jesus. This, this is the way that he did it. It's, it's all fleshly, but Jesus was, he was on the spiritual. He was like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to subject myself to the natural when I can, when I can be the, and have all the power and all authority in the spiritual. So he was going through a process don't allow the things in the process to entice you and you end up being stuck or you don't get to where God really wants to take you to. But I just want to share that with you today. God bless you. Have a great and wonderful um, week. Um, if I don't come back on before the podcast, hey, have a Merry Christmas. Um, enjoy your family and, uh, and a blessed new year. Um, but continue to, to do the will of God. Tomorrow's not promised but you can fulfill his promises today for someone else. So share the love of Christ with other people. Forgive people who have wronged you. Don't carry baggage you don't need to carry for the rest of your life. God bless you. Have a great and wonderful day. Amen. 
Thank you for joining us today on the Becoming One podcast. We request that you please like, share, and subscribe to our station, YouTube channel, and Facebook page. Remember to pursue peace in a divided world. We the church must organize, neutralize, and evangelize. Let's become one.